We're talking that Steelers squeaker in Tampa, Le'Veon trade rumors, special teams troubles, defensive woes, and that sweet stiff arm that sure made a statement. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Where to begin in accessing where the Steelers are now based on that up-and-down performance in the Monday Nighter in Tampa Bay? In the first half, we saw flashes of what this 2018 defense could be. Aggressive, putting pressure on a veteran quarterback who craves the pocket, forcing said quarterback into turnovers, taking those turnovers to score defensive points, and being overall aggressive and nasty about it. But just like Jekyll and Hyde, there was another half to this game, and that same defense was letting a journeyman quarterback again relive his magic, hitting big plays down the field and scoring points in bunches, turning a laugher into a squeaker. It was a penalty-filled affair that displayed downright stupidity at times, and lack of discipline at all others. And then there was the Steelers' special teams. Punter Jordan Berry seemed to get the message when the Steelers brought in some competition for him last week. He played the field goal position game much much better against Tampa, and it could have been great had a penalty not wiped out one of his best punts late in the game that would have placed the ball on the one-yard line for the Bucks who would then need a long drive to take the lead and shock the world. But the place-kicking from Chris Boswell, the newly minted $20 million legman for the Steelers, remained a problem. A missed extra point and a doinked field goal squandered much-needed points for the Steelers that could have made that fourth quarter a little more comfortable. But Coach Mike Tomlin predictably stood by his kicker because the Steelers just invested so heavily in him. There is no plan B at this point, nor anytime soon. The team will struggle through with whatever is bothering the boss. And of course, as usual this season, swirling around the entire team were new rumors that the Steelers were entertaining trade offers for holdout running back Le'Veon Bell. Apparently one of those teams interested is the New York Jets, who would love Bell's skills as an elusive runner and an outlet receiver to take the pressure off their rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. But what would the Steelers get for trading away Bell? According to NBC NFL guru Peter King, the best the Steelers could hope for is a number two draft pick in return. Also, the Steelers would have to work out the numbers with Le'Veon Bell and get him to sign the franchise tag before they could trade him away. Still, the very fact the Steelers are entertaining trade offers at all after flatly refusing to do so shows that Bell could be on his way out of Pittsburgh sooner rather than later. Yet, if there is one defining moment from the Monday Nighter that could resonate far beyond a single game and become a signature play for the Steelers' season should it go on to achieve any type of success, It has to be that sweet, strong, stiff arm from tight end Vance McDonald as he totally obliterated a Buccaneer safety en route to a long touchdown that seemed to ignite the Steelers, at least in that strong first half. 
That is the kind of signature play that symbolizes something larger than itself. And I think it will live on, not just in highlight reels, but in the hearts of Steelers players and most certainly its fans. It shows that there is fight, and plenty of it, in this talented group. Perhaps we ain't seen nothing yet. Now here's a smattering of what others are saying the morning after that Monday night nail-biter that should have never been nearly that close. Joe Starkey dubs Big Ben, Ben Magic, playing on the Fitch Magic theme for journeyman quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick. As Starkey writes, Roethlisberger wasn't perfect, but he was close to it, completing 21 of 25 passes, for 273 yards and three touchdowns, and getting that closeout first down late in the game on a pass to Juju Smith-Schuster when they really needed to seal the deal down in Tampa. How did Steelers offensive lineman Ramon Foster, who's accustomed to delivering his own bulldozer blocks, see that Vance McDonald stiff arm? He told 93.7 the fan, quote, you don't see a grown man get disrespected like that, unquote. Clearly, he loved it. And if there was a quibble with the offense, it was the run-to-pass ratio. As Ray Filippato writes for the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, for the second consecutive game, the Steelers all but ignored the running game to take advantage of another week's secondary. And it is true that Running back James Conner, after ripping ripping it up in the opener at Cleveland, has come back down to earth in terms of his production. Now the Steelers are also using the versatile utility man Ryan Switzer in some running back formations and actually threw to him on a touchdown play late in the first half. Perhaps best of all, Antonio Brown, while mostly shut out in the second half, was back to his old tricks in that first half taking a short, quick pass from Ben and doing the rest to turn it into a touchdown that he celebrated with relish, but none of those, quote, obscene uh, dances of his. Yes, Antonio, there were no apologies necessary after this one. Well, that is the Steelers' update for now. Come back daily for the latest on the black and gold. Sign up for the podcast on Amazon Alexa and, of course, Log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.